everyone. Welcome to What Really Works, a mental health podcast for young adults and youth. In these podcasts, you can expect to hear us chat about mental health and provide well-being tips and tricks with the odd joke thrown in. What Really Works is brought to you by Discovery College, an initiative run by the Canadian Mental Health Association, Kelowna, where lived and living experience and learned experience informs everything we do. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hello, What Really Works listeners. Today we're going to be discussing the winter blues and SAD, S-A-D, because let's be honest, the clouds are rolling in, it's getting a lot colder, and I don't want to do anything other than sit on my couch with my blanket and watch Netflix. What about you? Um, yeah, I'm basically the same. I turn really grumpy. Mm, um, I've I, noticed. I'm so irritable. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Olivia has to deal with me every single day. And it's like, wow, Becky's mood's changing with the clouds. But yeah, I find it really hard to get up in the morning now, mm. especially with the dark mornings rolling in. And it's definitely because winter is coming. It feels like winter's already here, to be honest. And I think before we were even planning for this episode, I didn't realize that my sleep schedule, my routine how much I'm working out, how much I'm seeing friends has changed so drastically until we were reviewing this. And I was like, holy, I've totally, yeah, my whole life has changed just because of the weather. And I think that's a very real thing that a lot of people experience. Yeah, it's a very, very real thing. And I think it's something that, like you say, a lot of us maybe don't even notice or acknowledge. We just kind of are like, oh yeah, it's winter, it's cloudy, like everybody's in the same boat. But we're going to kind of talk about how, yeah, a lot of us might be affected by the changing of the seasons, normalize that conversation, and then talk about when it's more than just changes in our sleep, more than just binge watching Netflix, and what we can do to kind of support ourselves. So that's the plan for today. Perfect. Well, maybe to get started, let's talk about what the winter blues actually is. Mm-hmm. So when we're thinking about you know, all of our changes in mood, etc. The winter blues are a wave of low emotions that come with cold, dark days. And I think the darkness especially has something to do with it, right? Yeah. Um, most especially here in Kelowna because we don't see the sun for, I don't know, like eight <laughs> months until June. Well, yeah, and I feel like that's something you particularly have a hard time with, Olivia, because you are from a city where winter isn't cloudy, it's still sunny, right? Yeah. Whereas for me, I'm you know from the UK, it just rains all the time, so it's always cloudy. So for me, being here is actually better for me. Surprising. Did you used to experience the winter blues when you lived in the UK, or do you experience it more here, living in the north, like northern areas? So this is something that's really interesting. So where the UK's position is actually pretty high. Oh yeah, I guess it is in the hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just because it's an island; it doesn't get ridiculously cold. I never thought I necessarily struggled with the winter blues. And what I mean by winter blues, like you say, is it's that wave of feeling down, feeling low, lack of motivation. Just kind of gross, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, just Just, icky, just not yourself. Yeah, and kind of being like, don't really know what's up with me, but right now I'm just not feeling great. But it's those waves that's important. That's why it's the winter blues. And I kind of never... I don't think I ever really noticed it. I think it's, you know, I'm from the north of England as well, which is even more rainy, even more cloudy, even shorter days than just the south of England, um, which you think for a small country wouldn't be that much of a difference, but it's surprising how much it is. And I would definitely see changes in my appetite. I would be 
I would definitely put on weight over winter because I'd be reaching for food a lot more and exercising less because I didn't have the motivation for it. But I'd never noticed it until I came to Canada. Interesting. Yeah. So probably makes no sense because everybody's like, well, Canada's cold. So you think the winter blues would be probably worse off. However, I noticed how I actually enjoy winter here so much more than I did in the UK Mm. because... You know, Kelowna can be quite cloudy, but actually, like, I would drive it to Big White, which is, like, a local ski resort and kind of get above the clouds. And you can do that kind of easily. And I would notice I had more motivation to kind of do those kind of things, Um, more motivation to actually socialize with people and more, you know, just noticing less of a change. And I think I kind of reflected on how I always used to hate winter. I used to dread autumn and winter in the UK because I'd be like, it's just going to be raining all the time. Like nobody wants to socialize. Everybody's a little bit miserable. And then I came to Canada and I was like, oh, actually, like I don't feel as bad. And that's when I was like, oh, actually, I think I had the winter blues. Yeah, you probably did, honestly. And what you said is so I'm just going to highlight what you said about, you know, getting above the clouds and taking a drive and, you know, going outside. And I think that is one of the most important things for the winter blues. Um, I know that typically what I do when I'm not feeling great and it's the winter is I go out for a nice drive. But today, actually, I learned that that's not helpful. Oh, yeah. So apparently um, the most helpful thing that you can have in order to, you know, get over or not get over, but help you with your winter blues or sad, um, which is seasonal affective disorder, seasonal affective disorder is by getting sunlight. And the best way that you can do that is going outside and apparently standing by your windows, um, just being in your car. It helps a little bit, but not nearly as much as just like going outside and having no barrier between you and this little sun that we see. Yeah. And I guess, you know, we've just mentioned seasonal affective disorder or SAD as it's kind of abbreviated to. Is that the term? Abbreviated acronym? And you've kind of given a definition of what winter blues is. And a lot of people will kind of refer to SAD as the winter blues, but there is a difference. Mm. And a big part of that difference comes down to that waves that you were talking about, Olivia, about how this kind of icky feeling, this like gross feeling, this lack of motivation, it comes and goes, but with the season. And I think that's always the important thing to remember is it's with the season, but seasonal affective disorder is more than the winter blues. And I think that's always important for people to kind of think about so that we're not minimizing SAD because I think a lot of people who do experience SAD feel like it's very minimal, minimized and it's something that's pretty misunderstood, I guess. Do you want to go in a little bit more depth of what SAD might be, Olivia? Sure. So. SAD is very similar to just like depression in general. SAD can happen during the summer. It can happen during the winter. It can happen any season. I actually work with um, a few individuals that become very depressed in the summer and can't leave, can't leave their household. You know, like it's something that really affects people's lives and it's present for most days and lasts throughout, throughout the majority of the day. Um, it'll last for more than two weeks. Like I said, sometimes it'll last for months and it really does affect that person's performance in their 
social relationships, at work, at school. They might, you know, experience drastic changes in appetite appetite and weight, um, lots of sleep problems. Perhaps they withdraw from their family and friends. And a lot of these we do see in the winter blues, but not to the same extent, right? It's a little bit, um, it doesn't last for as long, maybe not as intense and more of a general sense of ickiness rather than like that intense agitation, irritability, fatigue, trouble concentrating, um, crying a lot, very feeling very emotional, right? Those are all signs and symptoms of sad and also signs and symptoms of just depression in general, right? Yeah, and I guess from a clinical perspective, shall we say, the reason why somebody may say or may experience seasonal affective disorder or seasonal depression versus saying or experiencing depression is seasonal affective disorder or SAD is it's specific to a season yeah so like you say like it's most commonly associated with winter and autumn but it can be any season but it's to do with the fact that it recurs in that person's lives almost for each of those seasons every year yeah Yeah. it's persistent for that season and then it kind of slowly melts away is I don't know if that's the best analogy but kind of slowly melts away as a new season comes in for that person and they feel more in control feel like they can manage things a lot better there's less of an impact on their lives and then when that season comes back around for them it then starts really impacting their lives again it's very cyclical I love cyclical I love that such a good word yeah and that's kind of where not that aligns ever drawn when it comes to mental health challenges but that may be why somebody feels like they're experiencing SAD versus experiencing kind of like long-term depression. Yeah absolutely. So what can we do? I mean we talked a little bit about the fact that we can go outside if we're experiencing the winter blues and some of these tips and tricks you can definitely apply to SAD and seasonal depression but also just keeping in mind everything that we've mentioned in our past episodes about you know seeking the things that work for you seeking Mm -hmm. support um, not minimizing whatever mental health challenge you might be experiencing um, and acknowledging that that's a really real thing so these tips and tricks are great to some extent but and make sure that you're taking care of yourself if there's something that's uh, maybe a little bit more serious going on. Yeah, and I think that's really important to talk about, right? And this is something that comes up in most of our podcasts about knowing when to seek that external support. We're not superheroes where we have to manage everything ourselves. And, you know, the winter blues is something that's relatively common and comes and goes and waves. And like Olivia mentioned, whereas, you know, if we're finding this long-term struggle and weight on our shoulders then that's you know we should be seeking professional support absolutely along with professional support um, one of the things that I always thought was a hoax was light therapy it, so it getting seems a light, too good to be true. Getting a light box. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, this is a real thing. So yes, standing by your windows um, going outside is the best thing that you can do but You know, if you really need that sunlight, they have these little nifty things called light boxes. You can get them on Amazon. And if you use that in a regular interval for 30 minutes every morning, it's proven that it makes a really big difference, not only for individuals that, you know, have the winter blues, but people that are suffering from seasonal affective disorder. disorder. Why can (laughs) I not get that down today? Oh, my goodness. It's a a bit of a... uh... 
a mouthful. It is. I don't know. I'm having trouble with it. Anyway. We, we can refer it. It's also known as seasonal depression. Okay. That might be easier. That might. Yes. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to add a tiny little bit, you know, like you say about going outside and even going outside on a cloudy day is actually really supportive. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like, oh, there's never any sun. Like I don't want to go outside. But a light box is really great because obviously the the further we get into winter, the shorter the days become. Mm-hmm. So there's less, there's even less opportunity to go outside. And that makes even, you know, getting up in the morning even harder because depending on where we are as well, depends on when the sun rises. You know, we are in Canada and, you know, we're in Kelowna, so relatively close to the USA border. So at the moment, the sun comes up at like, what, 7 a.m.? It is dark when I wake up and dark when I get off of work. Yeah. So that's why, a, you know, something like a light box can be really helpful because you're literally waking up and it's still dark. But if we're further up north as well, in Canada especially, like those daylight hours are so few. For some places in Canada and across the world, there is no sunlight in winter. So things like a light box can be incredibly helpful because there isn't even that option to go outside and just get a little bit of sun so exercise it's great we all love exercise i hate exercising this is something that always comes up with talking about mental health is you know our bodies and our brains are so intertwined right that to look after our mental health we need to look after our physical health and even me as a mental health professional, that's the last thing I ever want to hear is, oh, do exercise. Look after yourself physically. As much as I hate to say it, because I also hate exercise, Olivia. It's great for the right person. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because, I, yeah, in so many of our episodes, we're like, yeah, exercise is great. Move your body, move yourself so that your brain gets energized. And, you know, that's a really hard thing to do. And a lot of people don't like exercising like Becky and I are not um not, you know, going to the gym twice a day. Nonetheless, if you can find, you know, maybe a hobby with some friends, um, even just, I don't, I don't even want to say exercise. I like to say just like move, you know, even if it's just a 10 minute walk around the block, if you can go um, maybe sit outside during your lunch break and do some stretching or something like that, you know, that's getting physical, that's moving your body. And that will definitely make an impact when you're really doing anything in your life, but especially when we are trying to combat the the winter blues because then we're getting that sunlight and we're also moving our body. <laughs> and also not putting huge expectations on ourselves of like, oh, I need to go do a one hour workout, let you say, yeah. rather than maybe the right word is saying move instead of exercise. I like that. Also, the other thing associated with, you know, exercising a lot is eating a healthy diet. And I don't know about you. I love seeing all of the memes on Facebook, Instagram, etc. When people are like, it's winter, pull out the sweaters and, and gain weight from all the holiday cookies. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, same. But what I didn't know is that is actually a real thing that happens because of the winter blues or seasonal depression. Um, we have this kind of, I think, biological maybe, I don't know, this need to eat more and eat comforting food. Well, it's a perceived need. It's not a real need. Yeah, no, I agree. And We're like bears. We're like, let's, eat, let's, <laughs> let's eat, hibernate. Let's eat a lot of food and hibernate in the winter. Um, so what I'm really trying to get at is, yes, watch what, you know, we all want to eat a healthy, balanced diet, but also be kind to yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if you're going to have like a, a nice hearty soup with some Fries on the side, do it. 
you know, just 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 do it. Make sure that you do everything in moderation. Yeah, just being aware, right? Yeah. I think that's just the biggest thing is, you know, just taking note and like you say, being kind. Like I know when it gets to winter, the last thing I want is a salad. I want oh, something God, no. warm. Give me all the pies. Comforting things. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I know that my diet is gonna change and sometimes I just have to pay a bit more attention to things like snacking. Mm. That's my real downfall in winter. And that's something that I have to kind of actively not buy things I can snack on and buy like more healthier snacks. And I'm one of those people where I even have to like separate them into little bags to make sure that I don't eat a whole bag of something. And that's me just kind of recognizing I need to be a little bit more aware. It's just about being kind, but aware. One of our notes is, give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Battling low moods is no easy feat, and it's important to be kind to yourself. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, it is. It's really important to be kind to yourself. I think that's one of the things that we should definitely practice when we're trying to make ourselves feel better in winter. Well, yeah, and as well, like, the meaner we are to ourselves, that just perpetuates feeling gross. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, Another thing that, you know, we can always do to support ourselves in really any time, but especially during the winter, is, you know, checking in on your friends. Say hi. I know sometimes we don't want to, but... No, we could go sledding, skiing. What else are winter things? We can board well, games. Just yeah, say hi. I was going to say, and we can even do kind of low barrier is not the word, but kind of, you know, sometimes when I'm having a particularly hard day in winter, the last thing I want to do is kind of socialize with people mm-hmm. or do things like sledding where I'm like, that's kind of high energy for me. Yeah, that's so true. sometimes I'm like, why don't we just have a movie day? And we'll just put on like some kind of Paul Rudd comedy and none of us are going to speak to each other. We're each going to have a bowl of popcorn, but we're still together and we're doing something together. But it's at that moment in time, I need something that needs like minimum expectations on me. Yeah. Or puzzling. I Mm -hmm. have some friends that'll get together and do a puzzle, you know, not so much talking, not some not really high energy at all. Um, and since we're th- speaking of exercise, you know, maybe have a have a walk, buddy. It's Ooh. you're not gonna have a spend a long time hanging out, you know. But maybe just go for a thirty minute walk together. I like it. On the conversation of chilling with other people and checking in on friends and things like that, you know, if we are having a hard time, if we can have conversations with people. And good, helpful conversations where we can let people know where we're at at that moment in time. And say, you know what? I know normally I'm this like really outgoing person with all this energy and I seem motivated and really sociable. But at the moment, I'm having a hard time with that. I almost need you to lower your expectations of what you want from me right now. And this is why and this is what I'm experiencing. You know, that can be really helpful as well. Um, Yeah, I really like that. Or even just... I think lowering our expectations of ourselves and recognizing that, yes, it's a different time of year. I feel a little icky. I'm not out and about all day long um, doing fun things with, you know, people or anything like that. And that's that's okay. I think another thing that is going to be or might be particularly challenging about this winter is the combination of the winter blues and COVID blues. Yeah, I think that's a really great thing to mention, Olivia. 
So when we're speaking about, you know, hanging out with our friends during the winter and socializing and all of that sort of stuff, you know, that gets tricky because, I mean, here we're in a little bit of a different situation where we can, you know, socialize with very small groups of people that are in our bubble. But in other places around the world, that's not necessarily the case, right? Um, Still very much isolating in their own houses and that can get really tough especially in the winter because you feel cooped up you want maybe you do want to get out or maybe it's even easier to indulge in those initial desires of wanting to curl up on the couch watch Netflix all day and eat anything that you want right it's it's super easy yeah and it's gonna like you say it's gonna be you know, hard as we're trying to learn things and work things out for ourselves and also try and manage any kind of stresses that come along with COVID-19 in winter and any stresses that come along with the winter blues or seasonal affective disorder. So, you know, for a lot of people, it might feel like they're trying to juggle a lot and manage a lot and cope with a lot. So like Olivia said, you know, don't put these super high expectations on ourselves. You know, just getting through the day is more than enough. Getting through the season is a very strong thing to do as an individual when you have a hard time with seasonal affective disorder or the winter blues. Trying to be a little bit kind to ourselves. Maybe we need to get a little inventive, whether that's we are doing Zoom quizzes with friends online if we can't meet up with people or mix households. Yeah, I think so. And also coming up with new routines. Um, We mentioned in the beginning that 30 minutes of that sunlight in the morning is a great way to actually start your day and um, make sure that your circadian rhythms, is that what it's called? Circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythms stay normalized, like what they usually are when we see the sun for more parts of the day. Yeah, Yeah, I did not do science in school, you guys. (laughs) I did an English degree. (laughs) But no, that's a really good point, right? Is So our circadian rhythms is our body's natural biological clock. And that's actually where kind of our sleep routine can come in. And our sleep can be really impacted with the winter blues or seasonal affective disorder especially. And it can be really hard to kind of keep that circadian rhythm in check almost it can feel really tough but something that can be helpful for us is to try and keep a bit of a sleep routine it's really important yeah especially for in the winter for sure yeah because it helps our body know okay like these are sleeping hours these are daytime hours and it can definitely feel like more of a slog and more of an effort to try and keep that rhythm in check but it can be really helpful like olivia mentioned another thing that we can do is Just check in with ourselves. And I think a great way to do that is to journal. I'm a huge fan and advocate of journaling. Always mention that on the podcast. As well as I like to do almost like a daily list of of how I'm feeling, you know? Um, So in the morning, sometimes I will wake up. And I'm a big fan of also writing on my mirror. So first thing I do in the morning after all of the regular things, I go into into my bathroom and I am like, okay, so how did I wake up this morning? Groggy. I write down groggy, right? How? And then I write a little check mark to the, not a check mark, a dash to the side and change it to like how I want to feel the rest of the day, right? Is like energized. And then I write down one thing that I can do to make myself feel that way. So sometimes it'll be like, a cup of coffee. Other times I'll write a walk. And then, and then here's the kicker. After I do that thing, 
I come back and I'm like, did it work? And I'll be like, <laughs> yes or no. And then if it's no, then that's okay. If it's yes, great. And then it, you're just, you know, you're keeping track yourself. And you can also do something like maybe name th- three things of how you're feeling throughout the day. You know, name some how you're feeling in the morning, how you're feeling in the afternoon, and how you're feeling at night. And maybe think about why you felt that way. That's so good. And that's just, it's something relatively small. It helps us with a routine as well. It's like you're checking all the boxes with that. Thank you. I wish I'd known about that so that it didn't take me emigrating to another country to realize that I had a hard time with the winter blues. (laughs) (laughs) Just 25 years in the UK. (laughs) Yeah, well, you might know about the circadian rhythms, but I know about how to manage your mental health. (laughs) And so do you. But hot tips, hot winter blues tips over here. It's winter. We've got to be kind to ourselves about this. Yeah, be kind to yourselves. Have those good conversations. Seek those support groups. Do some journaling. Buy yourself one of those sun thingies, which apparently works. Still trying to wrap my head around that light box. Thank you. You know, stick to those routines. And most importantly, reach out to somebody if you need a little extra support. And thank you all so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms. And if you don't want to miss any future episodes, you can follow us or subscribe to What Really Works. To find more from Discovery College, go to discoverycollegecolona.com. And thanks again to Staple Studio in supporting us to produce this podcast.